Hmm, a deep-rooted Indian man living in Malaysia who can only eat with his hands and not use forks and spoons at all, even in restaurants? Let's explore more about this, shall we? The shared routes and routes, the whys in the house. So, let's find those out through Mithra and Raja's story. You're listening to Double Station. I have often sat and wondered about human history. Does it just disappear with the movement of time? Or does it still creep into our lives today? Perhaps in the form of, well, let's just say, traditions. Traditions, no matter our culture, still hold steady within our lives, even if we have long forgotten the reasons they exist. What is it that keeps us practicing these traditions despite the fading connections we have to them? That you have to them? The answer became clear to me over time. I became obsessed. And so, I watched. I thought that the best way to answer my question would be by just looking. Looking at the ways you go about life the things you do and the things you don't do, why you do some things but not others, why can some of you do things that others won't? A single term that best described this was taboo. The first person I observed was a young man, tall and lean, who went by the name Mithran Raj. Mithran was someone who grew up in a strict Indian household as an only child, which meant that for most of his life, there was a lot of control over him and his actions. Mithran was from Malaysia, born and raised, but his parents, on the other hand, came over from India, which explained their strict rules when it came to traditions. One of these rules was with relation to the use of utensils when eating. They were strongly against its use, unless it was really necessary, like when drinking soup or cooking. I, for one, would definitely not enjoy eating without utensils for the majority of my life. Imagine being in Mithran's shoes. These rules did not just apply to when they were at home. It was at every opportunity, even when they ate at a few restaurants. I'm not implying that the use of hands to eat is something wrong, but labeling the use of utensils as taboo surely is. Whenever Mithran had tried to use forks and spoons in front of his family, they would criticize him, mockingly questioning his Indian status by calling him a Westerner. Eat with your hands, they would say. We are not in America. It went like this for most of his life. So when one of his friends invited him out to lunch one day, to a fancy restaurant, he was confused. Mithran hesitated, but accepted the offer after a lengthy speech by his friend. He knew the situation Mithran was in, and he wanted to help him out of it. They sat at a table for two, positioned near the center of the restaurant. The place was quite packed, 
The only sounds Mithran could hear was the constant clinking of utensils against plates, mixed with the murmurs of chatting customers. Mithran could not help but feel out of place. He turned back to his friend, only to realize he had disappeared. To the restroom, probably. He had ordered their meals beforehand over the phone, so that there wouldn't be a long wait. A short while after, their meals arrived, causing Mithran to freeze at the sight of utensils. Before him was a bowl of steamed rice, topped with a sizzling piece of browned chicken, dripping with a reddish curry which carried the aromatic smell of herbs and spices. I can't help but feel hungry at the thought of it. Anyway, his friend had come back and he began to finish off what was on his plate. Mithran, on the other hand, did not move. He gripped the utensils, but he could not move. The food looked delicious, but his stomach turned. His anxiety turned the murmurs of the customers into insults towards him. He heard his parents in his head, calling him names, yelling at him. His heart began to race. Beads of sweat ran down his forehead. Fear gripped him and was not letting go. It was taboo. If he used the utensils, it would go against what he had been taught. It would be the greatest form of disrespect. Mithran wanted to leave. Eating with utensils was his taboo. But if he ate with his hands here, in this fancy restaurant, it would be wrong. People would think of him as a weirdo, right? His friend stared at him from across the table and then gave him a toothy grin. His curry-stained teeth made Mithran laugh. They were two friends who had come out for lunch. Mithran did not want to ruin that either, so he held his breath and ate a spoonful of rice. I truly wonder why that was so hard. It seems that taboos are stronger than they seem on the surface. The notion of eating with hands is progressively becoming an outdated approach to eating. So sure, it may seem ridiculous, but it's still something that is practiced today. And even though it's uncommon, it doesn't mean it should not be discussed. It has roots that travel deep into a person's culture and history. So, I did my research and found out some reasons why eating with hands is so important in Indian culture. Taboos aren't generally a topic of discussion, as that in itself can be a taboo. We at Tabustitians are here to reveal the whys behind these taboos. This episode explores the struggle of a young Indian man torn between eating with his hands or committing taboo and using utensils. In India, the way of eating is closely related with their religion. According to Ayurvedic teachings, an alternative medicine system in the Indian subcontinent, the most sacred parts of the body are the hands and the feet. Ayurvedic teachings also say that each finger 
as its own function. That function aids in transforming the food before we eat it. It is also believed that the fingertips play an important role in boosting our body's digestive systems and enhancing the pleasures of eating. I think Mithran believed deeply in his Ayurvedic teachings because of how he was raised, which is probably why he felt such strong emotions. Say, Indians are not the only one with hand-related eating taboos. Interestingly enough, Muslims also have certain practices when it comes to this issue. Even though Muslims' way of eating is influenced partly by Islamic teachings, for the Muslim culture, practicing to eat with your left hand is also forbidden. According to Muslim teachings such as the Hadith, eating with the right hand is encouraged and it conforms with personal cleanliness practices. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, uplifted these practices of prioritizing the right hand before starting anything. Furthermore, each hand plays a role, be it the left or right hand. Sometimes using your left hand while eating can be seen as inappropriate or unhygienic. As of now, this belief is the primary reason Muslims, or Indians in fact, do not use their left hand to eat. Although the beliefs of the Muslim and teachings of the past may still have influence on these practices today. So what can we deduce from this? The Ayurvedic teachings of the past may very well relate with today's practices, with its medicinal roots. Perhaps it does hold some hygienic benefits that aren't too far out there. With that, Mithran's tale has come to an end. Food taboos are interesting, and they have many roots in other cultures, such as in Malay culture, wherein it is taboo for a pregnant woman to eat certain foods like pineapple. A discussion for another day. Keep an ear out for Double Station.